Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of your favourite podcast, Here Make This, the destination podcast for all mediocre entrepreneurs. Each week we discuss, debate, and critique unique ideas for products, services, movies, and TV shows, from the downright absurd to the mildly plausible. Each episode we sketch our ideas and discuss their merits whilst attempting to justify why someone else should create them. My name is Matthew Larko Larkin, and with me as always is Andrew Jackers Jackman. If you want to join in on the fun, you'll find all the sketches for the episode and others on social media at Here Make This. Ah, welcome Jackers. Hello mate. How are you? I'm um, pretty good. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. I feel like we've got a lot to talk about this week. A lot's <laughs> happened since we last. There's been a lot up. going on. Yeah. We had our uh, Here Make This social evening, for starters. Should we talk about that? For yes. A that was a great night. It was great. I got a bit pissed, Jackers. You did get a bit pissed. I did. <laughs> I, had a, I had a lovely night. Thanks you for the people that came, especially the Ballarat boys. Yeah. All the way from Ballarat town. It was lovely that they came down. That was a big effort. Yeah, massive effort. Um, a couple of them weren't happy about it. <laughs> Let us know that. <laughs> but that's okay. We dragged them along. Dragged them along. And to everyone right. else that came. Uh, Vic Star Designs unfortunately couldn't make it, so she was an apology, Vic. But uh, so I still have her prize to give her after all these months. You lugged it around all night. I it was notice. a bit annoying, but that's okay. I forgive you, Vic. We need to catch up to give you your prize. God damn it! What else has been going on, Jackers? We've lost a few people along the way. Yeah, Shane Warne. Shane Warne's gone. Uh, Taylor Hawkins from the Fooies. Taylor Hawkins gone. Lost yeah. some famous people. That's been a bit shit. Big, wasn't it? I'm a little bit at. Uh, Annoyed that people sort of around our age keep dying. Yeah, I know. No good. It's not good. Uh, I'm laughing, but I shouldn't. No, 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 I get it. Uh, what else, Jackers? <sighs> the Oscars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, I can't make a lot of comment because I didn't watch it live. Yep. I don't like it. I know you love it. Yes. But I did see the clip. Yes. Should we talk about that for a bit? We're talking, of course, about when Will Smith got up on the stage and slapped Chris Rock across the Chevy Chase. What's your take? I am absolutely gobsmacked. I remember at the time, I it was I heard it during the day because, of course, it, it airs in, during the day and somebody at work said, and I'm like, shut up, shut up, no spoilers, no spoilers. Because um, people at work don't realise my crazy habit of avoiding all media outlets and then watching it that night, and I have been doing it for over thirty years. But um, actually, we worked it out before. Didn't we? It's going to be forty years next year that I've been watching this show. So I watched it before I was born, apparently, because I'm uh, only twenty-five. <laughs> um, no, nah. yeah. So it was it was a shock, and then just the more you thought about it, the more you just thought. This is just so shit. Like, so for those who didn't see it, which if you hadn't seen it, like seriously, you, you must be living in a shack in the woods and you're there like the Unibomber or something. <laughs> Let me talk you through it. So Chris Rock comes out to present an award and makes a joke about Chris about Will Smith's wife who has a shaved head. As it happens, she has alopecia. Uh, he made a, a like a dumb sort of joke about the fact that she's going to be in the. Ne- He's looking forward to seeing her in the next GI Jane two movie. Will Smith laughs at that stage. Then you see that Jada is not happy, so he gets up on stage and slaps Chris Ross across the face, and Chris Rock's gobsmacked. And then he sits back down, Will Smith, and basically says, "Take my wife's." name out of your fucking mouth and says it twice and he's obviously really, really upset and pissed off. It was really awkward and uncomfortable to watch because everybody realised, well, hang on a sec, this is not a bit. This is not part of the show. Did you think it was part of the show, though? At first I did. So did I. Yeah. Because it, it I thought it was a punch and it didn't look like a punch. It looked like a fake punch. It did. Yeah, but then when you realise it's a slap, you go, okay, yeah, that's, a, that's real. And... I mean, you know, it was – where was the security? How come a guy can just walk up on stage and hit a guy for telling a bad joke? It wasn't even that offensive, really. It wasn't even a great joke. No, it was like a dad joke. <laughs> and so 
It's just unbelievable. And then flash forward 30 minutes later, Will Smith wins the Academy Award for Best Actor and he's up there crying. Says a few things about, you know, love makes you do crazy things and his tears are streaming down his face and he's um, he, he apologised to the Academy, he apologised to the other nominees, didn't apologise then and there to Chris and he got a standing ovation. What is yeah. going on? It's just nuts. It's just not, and I've got to tell you, Jack, because it's taken a bit of the shine off this whole thing for me. As I say, I've, I've committed most of my life to this thing, doing this, watching all the movies, staying up late, eating popcorn, predicting the winners. I predicted all the winners, by the way. Oh, well done. No, I didn't actually. Didn't. I, I missed out on Best Picture. This is the thing. I couldn't name <coughs> one other winner. Oh, really? It's not one. Yeah, well, it, it, it dominated. It, yeah. The, the next day, dominated. it was all about everything else. So the took movie the shine away from everyone else's big night. Yeah, yeah. So the movie that won is a movie called Coda, and that stands for um, Child of Deaf Adult, and it's about this family where everybody in the family is deaf except for the daughter, and she's a really good singer. It's a beautiful movie, and I was wrapped when it won because it was actually a movie that I liked because there was a lot of the movies that I thought were a bit. Did mad. you watch them all? I yeah, I did no. I know. Well, uh, this will sound. June, I remember June yeah. was on the list, but you were struggled through that jacket. You, you got through the whole lot. I did struggle so, through it. Do you remember my comment? Yes, I couldn't get through it. Yeah, and it confused me. Yes, and I turned it off. Yes. What was the film about? I've no idea. <laughs> I've got no idea. I mean, you know, there was some great, part, and it won a lot of awards because it won a lot of the technical awards, which I thought it would. You know, special effects and yep. all that sort of stuff. Um. It was, and I mean, it looked beautiful and all that sort of stuff. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I had no idea. After about, <coughs> excuse me. After about half an hour, I started getting lost, and I thought, no, I'll give Stick it another. It. You know, I gave it another hour. Hell, it went for like two and a half hours or something. Well, that's the thing. All of these movies are great hour and a half movies. The trouble is, they go for three hours. Yep. Yeah, nearly all of them, except for Coda. So when Coda won, the, the movie I tipped was Power of the Dog, which is on Netflix. And the reason why I tipped it, not because I thought it was the best movie, I look at the form jackets. Mm. So I look at the, the BAFTAs, um, sometimes the Golden Globes, all the previous awards, and it was winning everything. So I tipped that. It wasn't great. It was okay. But when um, Coda won, I was actually happy because it was one of the movies that I actually really liked. Right. And it's a good show. It's on uh, Apple TV if you care to watch it. Um yeah, it's pretty sad and whatever. But, but on it, yeah, you're right. I mean, the next day, the papers weren't filled with, you know, Kodo wins um, the best film featuring actors in it that are really deaf in real life. So it was, and it was an unusual and different, beautiful story, very simple movie in a way, beautifully done. But not all the headlines are all about the slap. It was unreal. I've said it to you and I've said it to others. I reckon they're going to take his award away. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. So he's already um, thrown himself out of the Academy or whatever that means. Mm. He did like an online apology. There's a lot of talk, Jackers, in the background. I've been going down a rabbit hole on YouTube about this thing. Social media. Nuts, didn't it? Well, yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, there's rumours that Jada Smith and – Will Smith's marriage is a bit weird and that it's kind of like an open relationship. Maybe Will's not quite as open as Jada is. There's some of the allegations that are flying around um, that he might not, in fact, it might be a marriage of convenience type scenario. And he felt like that that's what he should do. Um, I don't know. It it made me feel like he was a a bully because he's a great big dude, Will Smith, and he's gone up there and Chris Rock's only a little guy and he's just – you know, gave him one. Would he have done that if he was, um, you know, if it was Dwayne The Rock Johnson <laughs> up on stage <laughs> presenting an award, would he have got up and slapped him across the face? Or if You said a-, a good comment. If it was Amy Schumer. Correct. If she said the joke, would he have got no. up and slapped her? No, not at all. What no. did Ricky Gervais say? He said, um, I wouldn't have made – because, of course, everybody started tweeting him because he's famous for – doing the Golden Globes and being absolutely unapologetically brutal with all these people in Hollywood, which is awesome. 
the most privileged privileged people in the world. You don't deserve to have your say. <laughs> and he said, I wouldn't have made fun about Jada Pink Pinkett Smith's hair. I would have made fun about her boyfriend. <laughs> and stuff like that. It's been all over the joint. But he said it best when he was hosting the Golden Globes last time. Um don't get up here and talk about social issues. You've got no you're in no position to talk about anything. <laughs> so get up on stage, thank your God and your agent, get your little award and fuck off. Yep. <laughs> I think that's the best comment. That's the best I've seen at Absolutely. any awards show. As I said to you, Jack, as I as we got here and we we're having a drink and catching up. I'm a massive movie fan. This thing is about the movies for me. So get up, say thank you to the people who made the movie, maybe the people that helped get you there, your mum and dad, your acting teacher in high school, whatever the fuck, and get your award and go. Yeah. That's it. Stop making it about social issues and about the war and about politics. Joaquin Phoenix talking about how he's a vegan. Yeah. Like, calm down. Get over yourselves. Privileged group of people. Yeah. Possibly on the planet. Absolutely. I don't need to hear that. So there's there's that, which is a big takeaway from this thing. And the other big takeaway thing from this, and you and I have talked about this a lot because not that we're, you know, comedians or anything, but we both try and make people laugh and make each other laugh and we love our comedy and stuff, is just so much of uh, what people say and how it is offensive. Yeah. And how people get cancelled for saying things and how, you know, you can't say certain jokes. And that's part of it too. A comic gets up on stage, says a joke, and that guy feels like he has the right to get up on stage and slap him yeah, for saying a joke that what's, he didn't like. Yeah, what's the message you're sending yeah. everyone else? So there's that as well, Jack. There's a lot to unpack. And you asked me would I ever watch the Oscars again. And like I say, next year it'll be 40 years, literally, that I've been watching this fucking thing. I don't know. It's going to be a big thing to stop. Jeez. Mm. Mm. Ah, but yeah, anyway, that's Let's- our show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Uh- <laughs> hey, before we jump in, though, if you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. Mm. Welcome aboard. That's genuine too, by the way. Absolutely. If you are new, stick around. Yeah. It's not all... Deep and <laughs> yeah, that's right. We try and keep it light. If we were an online meeting platform, like <laughs> we're really struggling here with topics, by the way. I came up with some good ones. You did actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. a few weeks ago. If we were an online meeting platform, I'd be Skype. Right, old school, somewhat outdated. No one really pays attention to it anymore, but it still gets the job done. If you're desperate. Yep. <laughs> like a, you'd be Zoom. Come on. Popular. Yep. Readily available. Easy to use. But sometimes cuts out. <laughs> fuck. Re- understanding. That was great, Jaggers. You like that? Yeah, good performance. <laughs> I love it. Jaggers. Hey, what have you got this week? Jaggers. Let me say this right up the top. I've been feeling a bit self-conscious in the last couple of episodes because I've been chastised, um, both in person. By who? Yourself, (laughs) Scotty, mostly, even Scotty online, (laughs) right? That my ideas have been a bit thin and maybe just a bit of a vibe type situation. So you've been bringing some stellar ideas to the table recently. You've been in a purple patch, whereas mine have been, as I say, a bit light on. So what what we do in that situation, Jackers, is we regroup, we have a bit of a meeting, we have a chat, and go back to basics. Back to basics. Back to basics. What were the cracking ideas from the early years of Here Make This that were just champagne gold ideas so we're going to the toilet. <laughs> That's right. We're, we're to the back in the toilet, Jaggers. Go the, back to your roots. Going back do to what roots. you do best. <laughs> right. Go back to the toilet. Back in the toot. Because that's where all the best thinking is done and some of the greatest ideas have come from that room in the house, the smallest room in the house. Jaggers, what about you, buddy? Well, it's funny you mention that. <laughs> <laughs> Without any planning really, or any pre-production meeting, 
I have a toilet idea as you well. <laughs> Special toilet edition. Toilet edition of here, mate. This, here, mate. Put it straight on the champagne <laughs> DVD. Oh, Jeez, I wonder if you've got the same idea. I know. That would blow my mind and I'd be a bit annoyed if you're going first, oh, which you are. I am, yeah. Shit. Okay. Okay. Let's see how we go. All we'll right. have to do a double reveal if it's the same thing. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's start up with a patented Andrew Jackman question. I love these. When you go to the toilet, yeah. <laughs> um, we, we've covered toilets a lot. Mm-hmm. In this, so there's probably a, there's questions. Not much there's, no, there's, <laughs> not, there's not a lot that we don't know <laughs> oh. about our toilet behaviours, right? Yep. But I don't think I've asked this question before. Okay. After you've been, let's just say you've gone for a wee. Yep. After you've been to the toilet, I assume you flush the toilet. Yes. You're a flusher. Um, do you put the seat down? Yes, I do. Now, do you put the lid down? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Full lid. The whole lot. Every time? I try to. Yeah, I try to. I feel like it's not a, um, you know, getting told off by the female members of the household. It just looks neater. Yeah. that's. I like it because it looks neater. Yeah. Because, you know, that's how I roll. I don't always put it down. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I've been put off putting it down. In fact, I remember living with a housemate who will remain unnamed who told me off for putting the lid down. Why are you oh. putting the lid down for? We're two blokes yep. living in a house. Just yep. leave it up. <laughs> well, we did get told off one time at a boys' weekend for the same thing. Yeah, or who's yeah, who's putting the seat down? <laughs> yeah, so we're on a boys' weekend, motherfuckers. What are you doing? Because he'd been violently ill th- during the night on some cheap cabernet and, uh, yeah, had thrown up on a closed lid. <laughs> Blamed us. Yeah. Oh, dear. He shall remain nameless as well. So I I also heard a story. Uh, did I hear it secondhand or firsthand? Thirdhand. No, I heard it firsthand. So there's the, the age-old argument between men and women mm-hmm. when you go and take a pee. Yeah, do the right thing, boys. Make sure you put the toilet seat down. Afterwards. Afterwards. Yep. Yeah. Not necessarily the lid, mm-hmm. but put it back down for the females. Indeed. Right? And this person that I was talking to was like questioning, well, why do we have to put it down? Yep. Why can't they put it up when they're done? <laughs> That's it. Why does it only work one way, Like, Oh, it's a good question. It's a very good question. Quite <laughs> way. And so this guy that I was talking to, lived with a couple of females, mm-hmm. and his attitude changed, Larko. Really? And he, he he kind of put this into practice, the, the question of why do I have to put it down? Yep. Um, why can't they put it up? Mm-hmm. And so he started, he changed his behaviour. Yep. And he started going into the toilet when he was going for a pee and whether the toilet seat was up or down, he didn't care. He just used to pee. Really? And so the females, his housemates, would, would argue, well, hang on, you can't just pee over the seat. Yeah. And his response was, well, why don't you put the seat up for Interesting. me? Was he leaving behind some, uh, you know, a little bit of mess? Well, yeah. Yeah. And that was part of the argument of the females. And he's like, well, if you don't want me to pee on the seat... Put it up. Wow. <laughs> Eviction notice was stapled to his door <laughs> today. Immediately. I don't know how that relationship I don't remember that episode that. of Bulls and Buddies was uh... <laughs> Which I thought, hey, that's that's interesting. That's a completely different take. I'd never thought about that yep. before. Um but it kind of raised the question around uh spillage. <laughs> And cleaning up after yourself. Yes. I think we've spoken about this. Oh, for sure. On the podcast. I'm sure before. we have. You and I are pretty respectful guys. Indeed. We're tidy. Yep. We're clean. Yep. And not animals. Not animals. And my view is, irrespective of whether the seat's up or down, if I'm making a mess, I'll try to tidy it up. Yeah. I want to leave it in a state that um is 
respectful for the next person in line. Absolutely. Yeah. We're living in a society. Come on, people. Yep. <laughs> this is basic shit. Absolutely. I'm the punk. But, Larko, what happens when you're not like you and I? Yeah. There's huh? lots of them around. There's lots of assholes. Oh, yeah. Yes, this is a hot topic of you, mate, this, to be honest. Absolutely. How It'll definitely deal? tie into my idea as well, but I don't how think do we're- you, How do you deal with them? What would you do? How do you enforce, how do you stop, well, how do you enforce men to lift up the seat mm-hmm. and do the right thing? And if they don't, how do you enforce and ensure that they clean up after themselves? Good question. What, could, what would you do? Well, are we talking about in a home scenario, a home uh, or an office? Uh, any, any scenario. What could you do? What are some examples that you can think of? Well, in the office, and this will, I'll, I'll mention this in my idea as well, since it's the special toilet edition, but there is a sign in our toilet. I bet you there is signs in most toilets um, around the country in most of your offices and workplaces. When there is a mess and consistently a mess, there is a plea to everybody and I think that's probably trying to embarrass the perpetrators to go, okay, I'll better do the right thing here. But people are fucked and they don't uh, do it and, and it does continue. I don't want to say too much more than that on that subject because I'm going to talk about that when I reveal. Mm-hmm. But at home, I think that you, if you're there talking to, whether it's your family or your flatmates, I think you would say something. Yeah, there's a limited number of culprits. Yes. And you drag them in there and say, hey, What's going on here? And, you, and you're probably more intimately acquainted as opposed to just workmates or whatever, and you would say, listen, who was in the toot last? Come on, have a look at this. Is this how you're going to leave this? And, you know, sometimes they're children or whatever, and so you have to educate them, Jackers. So yeah. you can say stuff. Yep. Is that where you're going? Yeah, that's one idea. Have you got more ideas, David? I might have a couple of ideas. I might have sketched an idea, like. <laughs> well, that's the whole purpose of the show. Are you familiar with um, uh, hydrophobic materials? Do you know what that means? Well, hydra is like water. Mm-hmm. Phobic is like a fear of. So it's like a fear of water. Yeah. So... It doesn't like water. You get you close. Yeah, doesn't so, mix properly with water or something. There's, um, you might have seen like, um, is it like sometimes oil when you water? buy a pair of shoes? Oh yeah, and they ask you, would you like us to spray it with that special? Oh, stuff? like if they're suede or something. Yeah, and most people go, well, "What are you talking about? It's yep. ridiculous. I'm not paying extra for that." But they put that this spray over it. Yeah, like a sealant. Yeah, which is usually like a hydro. It's a hydrophobic. Spray which repels water, so you're right. close. It's kind of yeah, yeah. It's not fear of it repels water. Yeah, and you can buy this stuff, and some raincoats come with it, and it's um, you know pre-manufactured with a hydrophobic yeah. sealant over it. But you can actually buy it as a spray. A lot of people use it on things like um, windscreens. Yeah, you can spray it on your windscreen, so the water just slides off, like in beads. Yeah, 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 a little bit like that. Yeah. Um, so I thought to myself, well, if if you're not able to compel your housemates or people in the workplace to do the right thing, so you can't incentivize them, yep, and you can't work out a way of punishing them, yep. if they do it, yep, is there a little bit of tech there, Larko? Yes, that if the males decide that they're not going to put the seat up, mm-hmm. that maybe you could deal with the issue there and then. Yep. So here, fuck, why, am I, what, why is it every episode like <laughs> that I don't have the drum roll sound effect I lined think up? We're just so excited to get into the idea <laughs> that you just skip over the process. Fucking, where is the button, for God's sake? We've done this 70-plus times. Here it is. Here, make this... The hydrophobic toilet seat. <laughs> what do you see my sketch? Right. So it's simple, right? Oh. They just cover toilet seats during the manufacturing process yep. with a hydrophobic seal yep. so that any pee that lands on that toilet seat 
immediately just drips into the bowl and leaves no trace of pee. At all. At all. Why hasn't somebody done this? Why haven't we done this? It should be easy, surely. I don't, I don't understand. This is simple. And and if it, if they're not going to make it as part of the manufacturing process, then get the spray to be able to buy. Yeah. So you can spray it on yourself or the, the corporate cleaners and what have you coming around, spray it. Spray it on. Otherwise, guess what? If you're cleaning the toilet, you're cleaning up piss. Wouldn't you rather yeah. like, just one spray, job done? Job done. Fucking hell, for Jackers. For a year, rather than wiping it every night. Yeah. Just Good. spray it on and wipe oh, it on. Oh, Jackers, once a, wait till you see my Going picture. On. Our pictures side by side when I put these up on the socials are going to be very funny because they're almost identical. Are they really? But one of them might be slightly better. I don't know. I don't want to say which one. Which one? I don't want to say. Well, I'll let you be the judge of that when I when I reveal later. Your use of shading jackers is beautiful, mate. Thank you. I've never seen a toilet look so beautiful. Now I'll admit this week, Larko, my idea. It's not really a new invention. It's Mm -hmm. taking an existing invention, a toilet. Yep. And adding another invention to it to create something new. Yeah. I haven't come up with anything groundbreaking. But it, like a lot of our ideas, it is some we often do that where you take one thing and add it to another thing to make a new thing. So I'm not gonna deduct any points for that, Jackers. Bloody hell. I just can't understand why as part of your standard toilet cleaning kit in the aisle at the supermarket, you've got there's a whole fucking aisle dedicated to stuff that you can use with in and around your toot. So there's the, yeah, what do you call it? Toilet the, duck. Yeah, your toilet duck. So there's the stuff, the fluid that you use to clean it. There's the thing that hangs in your toilet, mm. you know, the, that colours the water blue and keep, keeps it fresh. There's sprays. There's bloody, there's all sorts going on, Jackers. How come nobody's thought of this? <laughs> Because I'll tell you what, there are people are peeing on the seat all over the every day that's happening. That is unreal, Jack. There's nothing else to say. Explode me. Oh, really? Yep. Remember that when you're judging mine, by the way. Uh, uh, see your drawing first. <laughs> well <laughs> Hopefully my idea is so bloody good that you'll uh forgive me for my subpar drawing because I did it all freehand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, extra points for that. Now Thank you. Is there is there much overlap? Between my idea and yours? I think there is. Really? I think there is. Wow. It's because it's to do with cleanliness. Oh. For sure. So it's the toilet cleaning episode. <laughs> it is the- We're wa- getting very specific. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the toilet cleaning episode of Here Make This. Next week will be the toilet flushing episode. <laughs> it's the two things that we do. Every human being, well, most human beings, maybe the point is that not all human beings do it, and hence why there's an issue. <laughs> <laughs> some, of, some of us are animals. Indeed, but all of us use the toilet. Yeah. And uh, that's genius, Jackers. Oh, thank you, mate. Thank you. Um, Stay I'm, I'm tuned. Pumped. Do we have a break or do I just jump straight into it? I'm pumped now to hear what you've got to say. <laughs> Did you freehand your drawing? Yes. You didn't. Did you look up a picture online? Did. You did, and then you freehand it. I freehanded. It. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll give you extra marks for that. Thanks, mate. So extra point already. Bing. Bing. Boom. That's it. That's. Uh, I'm. I'm already probably ahead in terms of most of my recent ideas. Yeah. So we're in the toilet. We're talking about the toilet tick. Oh, okay. We're talking about cleaning the toilet. Tick. Tick. Right. Um, How are you going to drag this out for 15 minutes? <laughs> well, first of all, I've got a toilet story oh, okay, to tell great. you, Jackers, that literally happened this very evening. Really? Yes. really? In the park near your house. Right. Not in that... Um, yes. In that... Pl- oh, really? So, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, Jack, I was on the way to um, here make this HQ and Jackers gave me a call on the dog and bone and said um, we were running a bit late from work, left work a bit later, so you're going to be about 15 minutes late. 
So I popped and got myself a cheeseburger from Macca's. As I suggested. <laughs> As you suggested. Thank you very much. You know, last time I bought uh, a small cheeseburger meal, they gave me a Happy Meal. Yeah, it's cheaper to get the happy beer. <laughs> Must have been. So they've given me the like I had a toy and everything with it. I'm like, okay, thanks very much, mate. And so I got the small cheeseburger meal tonight, and then I went and parked. You've got a local park just around the corner from your place. There's all the kids in the in the park playing that. What's that? It's bloody uh, where they have a pole with a thing on the top and they the cross the cross. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say it sort of reminds me of Harry Potter type thing, except they're not on yeah. broomsticks. It reminds basically. me. I often think it's a rich kids sport. Yeah, Liv. I know it isn't, but isn't it? Just, I don't know. In the states, it just always felt like when you see it on movies and stuff that it's a rich kids. sport. Yeah. Tell you what, a little bit of skill involved, though. I mean, they pick yeah. that thing and then they've got to try and catch it with this thing yeah. on a stick. I think it would actually be quite fun to play. Yeah. Wouldn't so, mind having a crack. So I was there eating my cheeseburger and sipping on my small Coke and- um, Playing with your toy. <laughs> playing with my toy. And next thing, there was an impending urge uh, that could not be uh, stifled. And uh, I knew that I had- at least 15 minutes at that stage, I had to wait for your imminent arrival, Jackers, at Studio um, HQ, you make this. And so, thankfully, there is one of those public toilets that's there. Mm. But it's one of those toilets, ladies and gentlemen, that you, you push the button, door automatically opens. Mm. In you go. Doors close and locks behind you. Yeah, I don't trust them. Me neither. I don't trust them t- at all. Ties into my um, definitely my anxiety about these toilets. Everything is automated. Mm. So then it, it actually announces door is locked. You now have ten minutes. I'm like ten minutes. I mean that sounds like a long time. Like, it's not like I've gone in there with the newspaper <laughs> yeah, and I'm not ready the to toilet. No, but all of a sudden. Bert Bacharach kicks in. They're playing music. They're playing music. Yeah. <laughs> it's what the world needs now is love. Do, 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 do. Was it do, the Muzak version do. that you yeah. hear in a lift? Exactly. Not the original. Not the original. <laughs> I'm thinking, poor old Bert Bacharach, you know. He's one of the greatest songwriters of all time. And that's his legacy. It's he's One of his most famous songs is popping up. In the, oh, maybe he gets paid for that. Some serious toilet cash. That's outrageous. But what they should have, Jackers, is they should have the theme from Mission Impossible play. <laughs> dun, 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 to put dun, a bit of tension dun, on it. Like, dun, dun, get dun, this shit done get quick. Get it done quick. Because then you're under pressure to get it done type thing. Maybe under pressure. Do, 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 do. So, no, good. And then you get up. First of all, I thought there was no toilet paper. I had a genuine moment of panic where I've looked around and gone, shit, I can't see any toilet paper anywhere. Oh, no. It's but, not. Oh. No, but it's a, you have to push the button. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Is it, you have to hold the button down? Push and hold the button. Push and hold the button. Yeah. And I bet it just doesn't spit it out. It kind of goes. Mm-hmm. Like an old-fashioned fax machine yeah. from the 80s. Like a sheet every 10 seconds yeah. type thing. Absolutely, and oh it's like, well, I'm, I need more than that, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. So it, that was exhaust. I mean, that would have taken up my allotted eight minutes <laughs> at that stage. Then it, the you go to wash your hands. The water's automatic. Yeah. The soap you go to do. Sorry, you do the soap. Then when you do the water, it's all automatic by holding your hands underneath the sensors that your hands are there. That's when it flushes. So there's that awkward moment as well. It's like, God, I hope this works. Otherwise, you know. Bowl full of turds sitting there. So it worked. That was Good. fine. Automatic um, hand dryer. And then the door opens automatically. Too much tech, Jackus. Too, Too much. But anyway, that just is an amusing story. I just thought the theme from Mission Impossible would have been a better choice. <coughs> anyway, so then I arrived here and into the show. Well, hang on. I asked you to move our couch. Oh, yes, that's right. We had a bit of hard <laughs> yakka. Bit of hard yakka. Bit of hard yakka. We actually earned our beers tonight, didn't Definitely, we? Definitely, yeah, Jackers. No, thanks for that. But I had, no, you're welcome. I had to take care of some business at the park, though, which is not ideal. Mm. But my idea, Jackers, ties into yours in that it is about cleaning. And I'm specifically going to talk about the office environment, a yeah. shared workplace with a shared tort. That's a big problem. Indeed. And I've got, um, as I said earlier, there's a sign in our toilet 
And it's sort of like the bosses tried to make it a little bit jovial and lighthearted about, you know, the um, your in-flight experience includes a comfortable seat but does not include a full cleaning service. Please clean up after yourself type thing. Now, when I first started at this place, there were always the phantom pooer that would go in there and just destroy the fucking joint. And there were lots of scuttlebutt, scuttlebutt, about who it was. Office rumours. Office rumours mm. about who were the culprits. How many toilets have you got? There are, there's a urinal and two cubicles, so it's not big. And is it male and female mm-hmm. or? Yeah, okay. just the male and just the female. Okay, yeah. And um, which, oh, we've, we've spoken about cubicle etiquette before. Absolutely. If you go in there and you're needing to do number twos, and there's already one of those cubicles full, do you still go in? As in, when oh, you go somebody in, next to you? Yeah. Hate that. When there's only two, yeah, hate that. would you go in and still sit down? I, well, it's, usually it's determined on the, um, you know, the uh, desperation <laughs> <laughs> requirement. Yeah. So usually, yes, past the point of no return at so that stage. So I think I've been lucky enough to work in organisations that have – either multiple floors where there's a variety of options to obtain peace. All right. uh, Or um, I've been able to suss out the more private cubicles. George Costanza style. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All over Melbourne I know where the best toilets are. Immaculate facilities. (laughs) And at, at work at the moment... Geez, I want to be careful here. I don't want to give too much away to my fellow employees. But <laughs> at work at the moment, we've got we've got toilets. We've got, we're in multi like ten story building. We've got multiple toilets on each floor, mm-hmm. and even then, that doesn't satisfy my need for privacy, Larko. <laughs> so I sometimes ride to work, yep. and in the change rooms, they've got like fifteen showers yep. and a couple of. Cubicles, couple of toilets. Yep. Bugger all people use the change facilities at work. Yep. So if I'm wanting a little bit of privacy, I go down to the ground floor, uh, go into the change rooms. Plus, here's the added thing. When you go in, the lights are automated. So if you go in and the lights are off, you actually know that there's no one else in there. Beautiful. That's genius. Beautiful bit of privacy. And floor-to-ceiling doors. Oh. That's the other thing. Yeah, we've got What those. is the problem here? Hashtag just fix that. Yeah. Why do the, why do we need gaps in doors, you know, between the door and the and the um ground? There must be a reason that they've done it. And so some dickhead has like had a heart attack on the toilet or something and oh, spoiled it. Smack or something. Yeah, and spoiled it for everyone. I don't understand it. Absolutely. Um No, Jackers, the next part of my pitch, I need to go to a place that I'm not going to be particularly proud of to try and explain something. So bear with me. I'm going to tiptoe through this very, very gently. The alleged perpetrators initially, according to the office rumours, there was a lot of blame, not by me, but by other people, blame and, um, you know, suggestion that it might have been certain members of our workforce that might be international okay. because of different types of pooing styles that happen in some of these other countries, you see. So there's that combined with, well, we've just seen this person heat up uh, a spicy lunch and then the toilet looks like that. So there was a lot of drawing conclusions. That's, that's fraught with danger. Indeed. Drawing that kind of conclusion. I, Jackers, doubted that. I said, hang on a sec, you lot have been racist. Um, I'm not about that. Racism, which I hate, it needs to be stamped out in the workplace. And I had my own theories. My theory was it was a privileged white man of some 30-plus years, the type of guy that has had his mum do everything for him his whole life, and now he's married to a girl and she continues to do the same, and he's just too fucking lazy to clean up after himself. Right. So I decided to do some investigating. Oh. Hello. I put myself on the case, Jackers. <laughs> and one day I was sitting there working the away. Yep. This guy will eat a burrito for lunch and then next thing, off he goes. And I'm like, right, 
Oh, waiting, waiting, waiting. Him. Yep. He comes out. Hang on. Had you checked the toilet before he went in? Yes, I did. All right. Yes, I and did. And it was Douglas. clean. Because we're talking a regular routine here. It's like uh, I've gone in, inspected the facilities. Yep. Okay, pretty good. Like just a mental snapshot. That's what it looks like now, before and after. Right. I should have taken a photo, to be honest, but I didn't, you know, if I got caught taking a photo of the toilet, that might have been hard to explain. But uh, yeah, anyway, so I knew lunch at his desk. Next thing, you know, nature will call. Off he goes. In there for fucking 15 minutes. He'd be buggered at the toilet at your park. And he fucking uh, comes out. So that's when I've excused myself from my desk and popped in as if I'm going to go and do a number one. I've popped into the uh, the sit-down arrangements and, sure enough, destroyed. Wow. So he's just a lazy shithead. When you say destroyed without being too graphic, mm. what are we talking here? We're talking Calder Park Raceway, mate. More, <laughs> more skid marks than. <laughs> we had that happen once. Um when I used to work for a company that actually didn't have a lot of toilets. It only actually only had one male cubicle. Struth. Yeah. No urinal either. What? Just one male cubicle. So just one, like a toot. Yeah. And someone was leaving <coughs> significant skid marks, let's say, down yep. the side of the bowl, and some smart-ass put up a sign that said something along the lines of, I don't appreciate your artwork. <laughs> Please clean up. That's great. That's a good one. That is a good but one. Passive aggressive. It is. Yeah. But you know, this guy has not heeded the warnings. Continues to do it. Just a lazy asshole. So, what were the warnings that were happening? The, the sign. The, the sign went up. Okay. There was a lot of talk in the office and things like that. And it's got to the point, probably largely due to me, that now people talk about the fact that it's definitely him. Um. So we'll see, Jackers. I'll keep you updated if there's oh, any updates. Oh, so we haven't addressed. There's been no the root cause direct, of the problem yet. Uh, addressing. So my my idea this week is probably, unfortunately, not going to curb his behaviour, but it is going to sort out the problem. Okay. Because here's the thing, Jackers. We live in a society where there, as you say, there's a lot of tech. I've just gone to a toilet where I didn't have to turn on a tap. I didn't have to pump on a soap dispenser. I didn't have to flush. Right, so everything's automated and it's making people lazy. Mm. You don't have to flush a toilet anymore. I mean, there are countries in the world where they fucking dig a hole to go to the toilet and we can't even be bothered to flush. Yeah. Too hard to flush, Jackers. You can't even go can't even push a button with plumbed um, toilets. We, we, you know, amazing, amazing. So if you can't beat them, join them, Jackers. And we're going to sort it out with a little idea I've come up with, Jackers. My, here, fi- my finger is hovering over hover- the drum roll. I'm prepared. Here. Make this. The Toilet Creepy Crawly. <laughs> I'm, not gonna get, I'm not standing up, but I am clapping. Thank you, mate. So it's not hard to figure out what this is. We have the technology at the moment, obviously your pool creepy crawly, that you chuck in the pool. Set and forget. Set and forget. And that thing just goes, 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 and it's just working its way around. We have robot vacuum cleaners at home that do the same thing. You can get really smart ones that actually know the layout of your lounge room and stuff. Don't have to be that clever. You just set this thing going. And it just fucking circles around the bowl and gets rid of all the shit. Does it have a little hidey hole that it goes back into somewhere on the toilet? Yeah, or is it just because you know the ones in the pool, they kind of creep and crawl constantly. Yes. Is it doing that? Like, is there a chance you're going to shit on it? I guess is what, <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. No, I reckon um, we'll have to talk to the guys in the lab potentially about this. No, one. no, no. You can, you can answer it. I reckon it's going to be about the size of a large matchbox car. Yep. And I reckon you could make like a a little garage for it. Yeah, <laughs> like a recharge. A recharge, exactly. So yep. like the robot vacuums that it knows, I've done my thing, right? And then it'll go back, click, does it in there. And maybe it's it's triggered by flushing. Yep. So it flushes, he comes out. Around the bowl. Runs his cycle. Um, and, you know, if the next person comes in and he's still doing his thing, 
maybe there's a little remote that you can push and just go, go home, mate. Yeah. And he goes, and, uh, oh, yeah, I reckon he'd be done in five, ten minutes. Job great. done. You know, great. Takes water in, uses that water to flush away the shit, just like a creepy crawly type thing. Yep. What do you think? Is there a risk they could get stolen? 100%. People are stealing stuff all the time. Jack is. I guarantee. I guarantee. If you put those things in a public toilet, they wouldn't last the day. But I, I maybe they they need to be tethered, tethered tethered (laughs) with some sort of well, I'm kind of metal rope. That's a good point that you raise, because I feel like these would be able to you'd buy them and use them in your own toilet at home, yeah, or in a corporate. Yeah. Workplace type thing. I reckon they'd be safer in the corporate Safer. Yeah. And then moving to, I mean, if you've got someone in your office who's reaching into a toilet bowl and stealing a piss and shit-covered fucking creepy crawly. Mate, wow. steal urinal cakes. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point yeah. to have them with their morning tea. Yeah, no, I reckon you can overcome that, though. But you might be able to make, then there's, then there's the next generation, which is like, yeah, we want to have one now that we can put in public toilets. Yeah. Because there's this, I'm sorry, but- I don't know how we can go. We can't go back, Jackers, and rely on etiquette and, you know, living in a society. Sadly, I think we're all fucked. We're gone. We're past that. I think we're we're past the point of no return, sadly. So, you know, we live in the technology age. Let's come up with a bit of tech. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, Larko. Yes. As you were telling your story, I thought – I thought you were going to present to me a self-cleaning public toilet. Oh, really? And I was ready to shoot you down. <laughs> like, those things already exist, mate. Yes, they well, the one I, just, I just went to one. Yeah. Because they clean. Yeah, they clean. Are- and some of them have like a full spray. Like the whole yeah. area is just a wet area. Yeah. And it just sprays everything down. I'm pretty I sure. I think that one around the corner I think it does, does that. Too. Yeah. yeah. And I thought you were going to do that, uh, yeah. but you didn't. Here's a question, Jackers. Related. I noticed in that toilet I was in up there, you parked there, that there's a little hole on the wall, not not a glory hole for you to pop your cock through. <laughs> it's where your syringes go. Mm. So for your local heroin um, enthusiast, <laughs> we call them junkies or smack addicts. Oh, right. <laughs> I like that. Note. You like that? Heroin right. enthusiast. So he pops in for a, a, a quick. You know, fucking fix. Ten minutes is, is is that what it takes? I don't know. I've watched Train Spotting many times. It seems to take a bit longer. Yeah, I would have thought it does. You get the belt out. You wrap it around your you arm. Get the spoon. You get the you spoon. Get your the ziggy lighter. You got the bit of water. You know, there's a like lot stuff. to it. Yeah. And then Bert Bacharach's playing, and suddenly the doors open, and you well, haven't even done your thing. Well, maybe that's why it's ten minutes because they know shooting up smack <laughs> takes twelve. <laughs> They've timed it. Done a quick survey with a few local heroin enthusiasts and gone, yep, 12 minutes. Well, let's make it 10. <laughs> so they're going <laughs> to listen to the Mission Impossible music. Dun, 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 dun. Well, they're shoot you up. know when they're launching new products and they'll often get a group of consumers <laughs> in to run some road tests. Can you imagine the road test there? Like, okay. Guys, you're all here for a reason. Yep. Uh, what we need you to do is we just want to we want to we're theorising about the length of time it takes you to shoot up. Yep. So if you wouldn't mind, we know you're all smack addicts. We've provided you everything you need. If you could all just prepare and shoot up, we're going to time it and average yep. it and go. Excuse <laughs> me, mate. Oh, I fucking worry too. I need to get the last train. You haven't got time for that. Get on with it. Get on with it. Oh, I've just got to duck out for a shiggy. No, <laughs> no. We need the average and we need it now. And then what happens? I mean, do they they like you know? I've seen, as I say, I've seen train spotting, and he floats up into the ceiling and stuff, or into the mattress or something. Um, you can't do that in there because yeah. Bert Bacharach stops, yeah, and the doors, and the doors open. open. What you'd walk it out in the yeah, days? Exactly. I don't know. Watching the lacrosse players while you're off your tits. <laughs> I don't know, Jackers. That's uh, anyway. That just occurred to me. I'd, they've got a, a facility for the sharpies. Not not the thick black texture variety. Yeah, but you've never actually given them enough time to shoot up anyway. No, that's right. It just kind of makes that yeah, the Sharpie bin redundant. Indeed. Doesn't it? Indeed. Did I cut you off? I was going to say when you were, I was telling you oh, about the self-washing toilets. Yes. So they have them in Japan. They're probably next level. Jobs. Oh, mate. Yeah, they're all over. Yeah, fantastic. Immaculate. Immaculate. 
And they're all about the cleanliness too. Yeah. They? They, uh, they've got some tech. In fact, jeez, I'd be um, remiss of me to say that uh, maybe the, the toilet creepy crawly exists in Japan. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. But let's not go there. No. Because I want to judge you. Okay. All right. Here's my comments. Yep. I think the last few episodes I've been pretty critical of you. Indeed. And I think a few episodes ago I even said some of your ideas were a bit of a vibe. Yeah. And I was channeling my inner Scotty. <laughs> and in one case I even said, you can't just write the fucking words. <laughs> You've at least got to do a logo. Yeah. Yep. Uh, fair enough. You have outdone yourself this week, Larko. And I cannot give you anything. I'm but back, baby. Explosive. I'm back. God Fantastic. Damn it. Genuinely, that is a cracking idea. Thank you, mate. Well, and a pretty good picture. A damn good picture. It's not as good as yours, not let's as be good. honest. No, you never be as good, mate. But uh, freehand, I tried the shading. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You've done well. I resisted well the urge to like get a brown pencil and sort of, you know, add some poo stains. Yeah. Uh, well, keep it light, Jackers. Now, um, I guess that concludes the toilet episode. <laughs> it's been fun. It's, we've set the bar high for next week. <laughs> Are we doing toilets again? I'm not sure. Yeah. I've checked the sketchbook, okay. <laughs> but I feel like I'm uh, I'm back, and maybe I need to stay in the butter zone of uh, ideas, toilet related. Oh, you know what? I reckon I've got a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with what you got, Jackers. <laughs> See you, mate. See you, mate. <laughs> You've been listening to Here Make This. Don't forget you can find all our sketches and follow us on social media at Here Make This on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Also check our website to subscribe to the podcast, join the Ideas crew and see all the latest episodes and sketches at hearemakethis.com. We always appreciate listener comments, sketches and ideas that you guys have, so don't forget to hashtag Here Make This to keep us in the loop. Thank you, dear listeners, as always, for tuning in. I'm Matt Larkin. And I'm Andrew Jackman. And until the next episode, see you later. You've been listening to Here Make This. All ideas presented here are copyright Here Make This.